The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the after show the after show <laughs> he's not here you think we could get away with not doing that just one time you don't have to it was just the errand. It was just it like, needed to be done. Jonathan I wasn't going to do it. You shot me this look, and I'm like, oh. Does, does he have the COVID again? No, he had to run downstairs because voted off busy. the island. It's busy, which is oh, a yeah. good thing. So how do I complain about that? I don't. I guess you can't. So uh, you know, those that know that we do the after show after the show, we also do something on Thursday, which is Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a what? It's an app. It's an app that's available on uh, iPhone and Android devices. Yeah. Uh, Download it and just look up the Cigar Authority, and you'll see the Cigar Power Hour and follow us. Right. So the Cigar Power Hour is one hour we do on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern for one hour. And um, usually every week we've missed. So we we can't be like the Cigar Authority and never miss one. We've missed already. This is an event in the store that we can't. Yeah. Nobody's available to do it. So uh, And it's uh, a good time because I'm a diehard Islander fan. Thursday night was the first game of the year, Yeah, but I still took part in it because I like the candid conversation. Yeah, and you, we, there's people doing other things at the same time, yeah. right? You can watch the game and have a drink or smoke a cigar or whatever you're doing <laughs> while you're listening. And I see people jump in, jump out, yep. uh, which is interesting to me. So I use the whole clubhouse thing as a test. So we get to test subject matter that we may do an entire show on or we may do an after show on depending how it goes or not do it at all because it, di- it didn't work out well we even tested a little uh something that uh a little deal yeah if listen. you if you had listened to the show you would have been able to get the uh cigar that we smoked on saturday in the first hour of the cigar bar yeah. before anybody else yeah so we just did a little something to see a test, uh, dramatic results, um, and say, okay, there's something here that uh, these are diehards. Uh, but it's it's a building thing. It's not a lot of people. It's 40, 50 people that, that get on, but we'll see that, if we build it up. That's pretty good by clubhouse standards. Yeah, there's so much out, out there's there. There's so many yeah. things. Uh, so what we talked about this week was what cigars are smoking good right now, because everybody always talks about what's new, what's new, what's new. And the better question is, what's smoking good right now? Uh, I'll tell you, uh, cigars are coming in because of the rushing that's going on, because of the the boom that we've been having Mm -hmm. uh, in the cigar industry. Uh, Some things are coming in not as good. We were complaining about that this morning, right? Mm, Some things that aren't coming as good as they were. Is that because they tweaked it? Is it, uh, yeah. is it because the uh, over years? Let's take an old brand. 
and say we didn't like this brand before. Well, mm-hmm. as years went on, it became a different brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it still says the same thing, but it has changed over time. So we, the, the good thing about Clubhouse is we get the reaction from the person listening because everybody comes on and talks. Right. You can raise your hand yeah. and it will bring you on to the show and you can throw your two cents in. Yeah, which, which was good because uh, – I'd say we get more information from them than they're probably getting from us. 100%. Yeah. And it, it, a lot of times it leads into an expanded after show because yeah. there are things that didn't come up till the end of the call that will make it onto the after yes. show. So uh, we, we asked the people out there. We gave our uh, top three things that we think are smoking good right now. Uh, some were old brands, 30 years old. Some were came out a few years ago. Uh, things I, I forgot about that were brought up and, um, some of, uh, the people tuning in, uh, talking in brought up cigar brands that I thought was one of the worst cigars I ever had. Mm. And I'm going to leave it out right now because I don't want to first off say, I think it's the worst cigar, but I also don't want to say it's the best cigar because I haven't tried that particular one yet. Yes. And that was a line extension that the guy mentioned. Okay. Uh, I want to try it, and I probably never smoked the sample because I was not interested in the cigar at all. Yeah. It's a totally different cigar, and it deserves uh, my attention and maybe taken on. But, you know, we see that re- reoccurrence thing, mm-hmm. resurgence um, with Nat Sherman products right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're seeing it, and uh, I was actually blessed enough last week to smoke the old Timeless that's exclusively for Nat Sherman. Okay. And I lit it up next to the one exclusio, exclusive for Ferry Otego. And I have some thoughts about it. It's hmm. different. It's different. All right. The Sterling is spot on, but the Prestige, it's different. Okay. You want to say worse or better? Uh, you know, it's it's probably unfair to say that Nat Sherman had like four years of age on it. Okay. So that could have played into yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Um, but it seemed smoother and more balanced. Now, did age play into that yeah you can make an argument yeah but these manufacturers are tweaking the blends every single year uh not because oh well, let me ch- tweak it to make it better they're trying to tweak it to make it the same because the crop has changed so it has to be tweaked in order to be the same because the crop may had too much rain and maybe it was too dry um you know different growing seasons each mm-hmm. time uh in some cases they couldn't get a certain tobacco so they replace it with something else so we see some and there was a brand on the clubhouse where that was mentioned that a well-known manufacturer was called out on the cigar being different, and he said, yeah, I had to switch up one of the tobaccos. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would notice. Yeah. It was noticed. Yeah. And if you were on the clubhouse, you would know what brand we were talking about. And the thing about clubhouse is it's not, it's not a recorded right. uh, thing. So it's, it's out there. Whatever was said was said, and that was it. I like it because you know we're not trying to hurt Plausible anybody. Plausible deniability. Yeah. yeah, but we're not trying to hurt no. anybody, but these things it's open lines right yep. basically you don't know you somebody raised their hand you let them in and they're coming out they're gonna swinging. say what they're gonna they, say they come and swing it and uh i i think they're they're all gentlemen and ladies that are on there and and, and there's no um yeah, you haven't trying, had any trouble over no there. they're not mm. trying to hurt some let me no. get on there and try to hurt a brand or anything mm. but i think they're telling the truth of yep. you know i smoke this and it's just not what it used to be and blah 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 
And that could be said also that it's not what it used to be. Somebody else likes it way better now. That's true. Right? And, you know, I think sometimes people will say that, but what changed was their palate over time. Yeah, that happens too. And then you go back to it, and it's not the same as you remembered it. It doesn't mean it's not the same. Yeah. Now, there's brands... um, Let's take Fonseca, which was a mild Dominican cigar, is now in Nicaragua with Papin Garcia, and it's a, a, a fuller-bodied Nicaraguan cigar. Is it cigar. still covered in toilet paper? One of the lines. One of the lines has tissue paper from the band down. Yeah, yeah. that's just one of just one that's size. A small just one size. size. It's probably yes. the size I happen to smoke. Yeah. Puro Sendios now, uh, owned by Oliva. Puro mm. Sendios was an old brand in the 90s. Very, very popular mm. when that cigar came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I named it Cigar of the Year back back in those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe, no, Cigar Aficionado wasn't doing it in those days. But, I mean, it was high, high rated in the, like, 95. Or yeah, something. I remember that's right around when I got started smoking. When yeah. I started smoking, it's toward the, uh, just after 95. And I remember that being a go-to cigar. That's going to be weird when they put it out because it, it never was what it used to be, Yeah. even when it was owned by them. Uh, their tobacco changed. Yes. They lost the tobacco mm-hmm. field. It's a long story yeah. of somebody freaking burnt it down on purpose and uh, ru- ruined, basically ruined it, um, and they could never come back from it. And... I guess there's not a lot of people that had it, so it's not going to be as much as it is with me. But I remember the wrapper on it. I mean, it was this Rosado. I mean, yeah. Rosado, oily, and oh, my God, what a cigar. The ugly green band with, yeah. uh, I think it was red text. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had like this vertigo feel yes. to it. It was weird. Yeah. But, uh, boy, it was tasty. What can they do with it? What will they do with it? We'll see what happens there. Um, and can something like a brand Tiamo... Tiamo Mexican, now San Andreas, all Mexican San Andreas. People are saying, oh, we use a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. We use a Mexican San Andreas binder. Some people have it in a filler. This is a puro of that. It was so hot from the 60s through the 90s, and it died. And you would think maybe it would have had a little bit of a resurgence with the popularity of San Andreas. Yes. Uh, but it's one of those brands, and, and it's not a knock on the company, but it's one of those brands that the old people smoke. Yes. Yeah. So the new generation of cigar smoker won't pick it up just for that. Well, and and that takes us to Toscano. That's an old Italian guy mm-hmm. would smoke a Toscano. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And they are making it, I don't know, more cool and hip. Yeah, and I think part of it, it was it's, it wasn't a U.S. cigar. I mean, it was Perotti's in the yeah. U.S., and so Toscano, in a sense, is new to the smoker. You know, if you were in Italy and all the, the Ablalo smoked it over there, the younger guy might be a little bit more hesitant, but it doesn't have the legacy in the United yeah. States. Yeah, So we'll see, see how that, that ends up going. Uh, how about um, legacy brands? Um, are they smoking better than they used to, or you remember them? And part of it is emotion and feeling of mm-hmm. what I felt in those days. A Toro Fuente, for mm-hmm. instance, um, that was a big deal, you know, early 90s, oh, my God, mm-hmm. when everybody was making crappy cigars, they mm-hmm. didn't. They, they um, You we, can't rush, rush the, the hands, hands of time. time. Yeah, and they didn't, and they stood out so much. But the problem that happened with that, I don't think the brand got any worse 
everybody stepped it up. They yeah. made the other people step it up. <laughs> and by doing so, to me, it's, eh, you know, and, and I don't I, think about it till I smoke one. And I say, well, it's a good cigar. And I think they realize that to a degree because five years ago, I don't think anybody could have tell you who the Marifel family was. Right. But now through social media and the younger generation, they're starting to come out with their own name. And it, maybe it's creating a little bit of renewed interest. Well, obviously, there has been a reason for that. Yes. It happened. And now we, you know, pull the curtain back and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's coming out with his own brand. For the second time, the first one was an epic failure. Okay. So they're trying it again. All right. So we'll see how that goes. I don't remember the, the first time that happened. Yep. Um, I don't know if you call it legacy brand because it came out during the cigar boom, but another big one was CAO. Right. That was all that in those days. My God, they were they were the ones for sure. And um, yeah, the the Ozinger family. Yeah. And uh, John Huber and marketing. Yep. And then it became just another brand in a big portfolio company. Where a company buys it and it just becomes one of their products. Mm. And um, you know, not to speak for the. Is it smoking good right now? But I don't think people think of it the same way. No, and part of it was, you know, I'm going to be blunt. It, it went and it got hoard out online to a lot of the catalogs. Catalogs were able to buy it, were able to sell it cheaper than retailers could buy it. Yeah. And retailers stopped getting behind it, and that was the downfall of the brand. Yeah, yeah. So Opus X was huge. I say still is huge, but they only put it out in so limited releases that goes back to you know when, when you know why did they do that and make something yeah. a limited release before there was opus x the big thing was don carlos yeah. and before that it was hemingway so these they end up working this and as they promoted opus x don carlos became an afterthought yeah and people don't look at it um at don carlos as prestigious as it probably should. Yeah, and it, it got a little bit of a resurgence when they came out with the man 80th. That's the box that had yeah. the white glove on it. Mm. But if you look at the guy, you know, I look at the guy who's buying it online, and it's the guy that's been buying the same brand for the last 12-plus years. It doesn't seem like there's a new customer gravitating yeah. to that brand. Yeah. Well, now they have the Opus X pinks and all these different things. Mm. But again, it's on Opus X. What about Hemingway? What about the Hemingway shot story? What you know? Yeah, that's the, that, during the boom. We're talking like the late nineties. That was a cigar that was almost impossible right. to get. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted it, couldn't get it, and there they mm-hmm. are, right on the shelf, sitting there every yep. day. And Be- now, I, and now in mail order, I think we got like fifteen boxes. Yeah. People don't really care about it anymore. Between the lines, oh and- yeah, mm-hmm. all that they did, yeah. you know. Uh, and reliving some of that. And the, the problem I have is I'm smoking what's new all the time and before it even comes out and things like that. And I don't get, I, yeah. I, I don't think about it often unless somebody blind tastes me right. on something. And a Toro Fuente was one of them, the Magnum. Oh, yeah. The R52 yes, or 54. Whatever, whatever right. it was. The Rosado wrap. Yep. I smoked it blind. They go, this is a freaking great cigar. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, which and it, it turned out to be that. Which isn't available online. Retailers aren't allowed to put it online. Okay. Uh, but if you call in asking for it, we have them. Okay. We can sell it to you. So if you want to try that, call me, one 224 4272 Monday through Friday. There's a commercial. <laughs> Get to speak to Barry directly. Um, Don't piss me of, off. <laughs> speaking of commercials, Dave. Yeah, let's do it. 
It's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. And as we go through it, we go through the six pillars of character, trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. And we are on citizenship still. And how about this one, volunteer. Volunteer. Does any of you ever volunteer and not volunteer for a work project that, Hmm. oh, I'll do this one, but Mm -hmm. volunteer into the community? I haven't volunteered since I was 18 years old and I was dating a girl by the name of Laura David. And uh, <laughs> she used to do Meals on Wheels, and I w- wanted to get in her pants, so <laughs> I'll be the driver. Yeah, I'll take the packages to the elderly who can't get out. So I did Meals on Wheels. I got in her pants, but I continued to do it for a year and a half because it felt good. Isn't that funny? Because the last time I probably did anything volunteered was Channel 2 Auction, mm. and I answered the phones, and I did it for days and days, and I hated doing it, but... It was a girl I knew that that's what she did. It's my wife today, so I can say uh, Okay, he's successful. Yes, yes. Uh, I said, all right, I'll do it, and I did it, and I'm like, why would I do this? To me, my most valuable asset is time, mm-hmm. so I would rather donate money. That That's what they're trying to get anyway, so I would be donating my time to try to ask people for money. Number one, I don't like to ask people for money, and number two, the time it takes to do it is my most valuable asset is my time, so I don't do it, to be honest with you. I don't volunteer. Um, I help the cigar industry. I've been on the board of directors of things and stuff like that, but what we're really talking about is in the community, uh, and, I, and I love people to do it. I, I feel for them, but uh, let them be the one that called me up and asked me for the donation because that's what they're trying to accomplish, right? How about you, Ed Sullivan? Well, I'm the best person, you know, on the whole panel. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows that anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, probably 27 years ago, I volunteered for Big Brother, Big Sister. I never knew this. Well, yeah. I don't brag about it. All right. But I, I'll talk about it. So, All right. Uh, yeah, kid from Lowell. And we're still in touch quite frequently. I uh, helped him go to private school for high school. He's doing well. Went to college, all of that stuff. So how many years did you have him? He was about 10 years old when I started. Wow. And he had a rough background. Oh, yeah. You know, I think he had uh, four siblings Four different dads across the five Whoa. of them. <laughs> and you, single mom. You would take him places? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, we would go do things every week. Bowling? Um, I think we did some bowling <laughs> at one time. <laughs> I, I think I had to, when he was little, take him to see Lion King. Okay. I fell asleep. He, he didn't care. He just woke me up when it was time to go. And... So did you follow him? He graduated high school and you went and... Sure, I was at his high school graduation. Oh my God, look at you. He is a better person than us. 100%. I'm I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you got to be out of your mind to do that in today's climate. Because everybody, you know. Oh, they're going to say well, you touched them. Yeah, you're knows. 30 years old with a 10-year-old kid. What the hell is wrong with yeah, you? I didn't... I didn't. Well, I didn't inappropriately touch him. But, yeah, of, you know. of course not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. So, uh, what, what made else? you sign up for it? 
That was after my uh, divorce. Okay. And instead of sitting home and moping, I thought, well, let's go do something. Let's do something. Now, isn't that nice? Yeah. And Sullivan, you never cease to surprise you me. You never know what's going on. Wow. Yeah. Well, then I volunteered to be on the finance committee in my town more recently. Yeah. I did that for a few years. and. They were all idiots, so I yeah. had to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture you running for, like, office or something. Yeah, but I don't know. So what's the first name of this kid? Uh, ben. Ben. Okay. Young Benjamin. He's not so young anymore. He's right. probably 37. <laughs> and he appreciates you. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. And, yeah, he texts me, and he, I still give him his birthday gift and Christmas gift. Wow. What a, you're a good guy. Ed Sullivan. See what you learn here in the after show? I never knew. I've known you a long time. I had no, no idea you've never said a word about this. No. Wow. Uh, Jonathan may know just because he was here one time when we stopped by the store. But Oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't report that to you, huh? No. Nope. No. Nope. No, because he would have been jealous of he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he doesn't like do that. anything. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about uh, what's smoking good right now. So just give me one. What's smoking good right now? Uh, so Tom Criswell, I think it was, mentioned Abuelo Padre. And while that is a newer cigar, yeah, you can't really judge it. I bought a Padre this morning, and it's freaking delicious. Yeah, but it's... So, yeah, it's smoking really good, and it's had a chance to age because we bought them in such large volume. Yeah. We've now had them for a couple of months. They've smoothed out tremendously. Yeah, but it, it, again, it's the first shipment of them. Yeah. It doesn't even count. Can you give me something uh, old that's smoking good right now? All right. Uh, Illusion 88, I had mentioned on the clubhouse. They did. And I got Ed to try one. Uh, I'll buy her at Santa Maria to try one the other day. And he's like, I haven't smoked this cigar in, in almost 10 years since it first came out. And it's a totally different cigar. And uh, it's made at Aganorsa, and we're doing really well with Aganorsa and HVC. Yeah. Um, specifically, the 88 size is smoking mm-hmm. on point. Yeah, I, it, it's good that you mentioned that because the attention seems to be Aganorsa Leaf as a brand and HVC as a brand, mm-hmm. and that is almost the forgotten big brother yep. of all the brands. And because it's been around for a long time, but go back to it, you try something like that again, and you say, oh, my God, these are really smoking good right now, yeah. or maybe better than you remembered. What do you got for me? I, I don't have anything. I mean, interesting, because I'm smoking a Padre, too. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah are again, it's a, it's but, a one-time uh, thing. You know, one thing, and it, it's not a surprise, because it always smokes good. I've been smoking a lot of Perdomo champagnes lately. That was and brought up. <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah. They're just so consistent, yeah. you know, you tend to forget, and then, you know, one will strike you. Wow, these are the same as they always were, and they're great. Yeah, that that, that was brought up uh, during the clubhouse uh, of multiple people, yeah. actually, that brought that up. It's been around for 15 years or yeah. something, and smoking really good right now. I brought up Nesta Miranda, and Nesta oh. Miranda had come out many mm-hmm. times. And uh, I think this is the best it's ever been. Yeah, specifically the coffee break size. Even <laughs> you though we named a ton the, of those. <laughs> yeah, we named the Toro the cigar of the year, uh, but the coffee break has been on point. So that was a few years back. It was the mm-hmm. cigar of the year, and I smoked it the other day, and I'd say it's smoking great right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it, something was a cigar of the year, and a couple of years later, it's like lots yeah. of luster. No. I'd say the opposite. This got even better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So uh, that is it. That's it for the after show, everybody. Um, Next week, 
um, does anyone influence you in your buying? Uh, how about cigars that are influenced in the cigar industry? We have a special guest on the show. We'll bring him on, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And on the after show, uh, we'll see what the boys come up with because uh, I'll be away um, for yeah, and it'll probably be a three-minute show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so we'll catch you next week. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.